Welcome to Real Paranormal Activity, the network. Entertainment you'll enjoy. You are listening to an RPA production, where people gather. Foss Corporation, LLC. I used to always feel when I was a kid, like something, um, you know, you're a kid and you don't quite understand everything. I don't know, I just would always kind of feel weird energies and, and pick up on things. And I think if you open yourself up and allow yourself to believe it, you'll experience more things. I remember being three years old and having dreams about a boy. I remember when I was five, really starting to remember details about these dreams. And starting to consciously recognize the fact that I was dreaming about the same boy in different places. He was always trying to give me clues about who he was and little bits about himself and tell me that someday we'll be together. I wake up and it's just intense. The older I got, I would still have these dreams and he would grow up with me in these dreams. Whatever age I was, he was like a couple years older than me. So every time I would dream about him, he's always a little bit older than he was before. When I was 16 years old, I, I moved into this apartment on 68th Street and 3rd Avenue in New York City with my mom. And at that time, the dreams were happening maybe once a year. My, my mom was writing a, a tell-all book about my dad. My dad is an icon. He's a, a rock legend. And there's so many people that love him for the music that he's done and, and all the wonderful things he's done outside of that. And um, I just... I, I was so anti that because I just don't feel like airing your dirty laundry in a negative way is, is the right thing. And she would kind of hand me her chapters as she'd finish them. And the very first chapter, it was just this sex story about my parents. I just thought that that was, you know, at 16, like, I don't want to know that stuff. But that, that's, that's what was kind of going on at the time. It definitely was a weird time for uh, my mom and I. Crazy lady. <laughs> We were fighting all the time. I thought I was going crazy. Uh, that's how it first started. One time I was in my apartment alone. Uh, my mom wasn't there. I just feel like something was watching me in the hallway outside my bedroom. And I didn't know what it was. And it would be right, right when you walk out of my bedroom. I just remember walking out and always seeing kind of something in that hallway. There was nothing there to cast a shadow. What am I seeing? I feel like there's something over there. I only lived at home for a little bit after that. 
the minute I turned 17, I was like, wait, I have another year of this? F this, I'm out of here. And uh, and I actually ended up leaving home. <laughs> Cut to uh, my marriage. <laughs> I, I met a boy in a band, and we got married and, and settled down, and it wasn't the right time, and it just, it was so just not good at the time. We were both just not in the right head. Yeah, we pretty much fought every single day, and just lightning <laughs> crashing at all times. The more craziness and the more the, the intensity of the fighting and our relationship would go on, the more that this presence would show itself. And I think it just, it felt like it was bigger and heavier. There weren't a lot of shadowy places. I mean, it was just open. I, I would say like, okay, I get it. Like, I know you're there, it's cool. It definitely let me know it was there and it was just kind of, you know, it was the end of, of my marriage era. <laughs> um, and so we decided to, to break up and we're gonna get a divorce. I stayed in Sacramento for about another year, and then I decided to move down to Los Angeles. It kind of dissipated a little bit. I, I wasn't feeling this presence. I think I felt like I was just kind of on the right path. I got into another relationship with this boy, and somehow I got engaged, and, and we were living together. He was living in, in this old place with me. I think he was a little insecure about some stuff, and, and I'm I have a very like dominant personality. And sometimes that doesn't balance out, and our relationships just kind of started taking a turn. We started like fighting, and it was just getting to the point where it just wasn't good. Just verbal insanity. It was pretty much the craziest relationship I've ever had in my life. Within a month, um, our relationship really was getting even worse. And I remember I would be sleeping. I would wake up because something was shaking me. Like on top of me, sitting on me and just shaking me. And it would just freak me out. And I'd wake up and I would, I would look at my boyfriend at the time and he'd be dead asleep. That happened a couple times. And then one time, I woke up because there was something screaming in my ear. Change. Just the word change. I actually felt it. I, could, I can close my eyes now and I can recall what it felt like to have this thing shaking me. I can remember it screaming in this ear, change, even though I was laying right next to my fiance with not a whole lot of space. My heart was pounding. Like I saw it. I've never seen something so clear. It looked like the boy from my dreams, but it was different. It had no hair. Uh, it was so pale. It was skinny and white. <laughs> I can feel it right now, like, 
thinking about that place, I get kind of like chills, like the hair standing up on my head. I assumed that it was telling me to make change, changing my life. The relationship was over a week later uh, for good. The week after my fiance moved out, my friend came over. And he's kind of known for being like a scuzzy guy, like, you know, he sleeps around with chicks, doesn't have a good reputation. I remember he instantly, like, looked at me. He was like, there's a male presence in here. I was like, I didn't want to, like, you know, let too much out of the bag. He's like, something just came up right behind me. And it's standing right here. It's standing right here, and it's checking me out. And it's checking me out, and it's totally investigating me, and it does not like me. Okay, well, this guy's kind of a scumbag. So I knew that it was my little protecting spirit coming up and checking him out. The older I get, the more I use this spirit thing showing itself to me to uh, assess my situation. So I know that when it shows up, you know, I need to maybe rethink some of the decisions or the things that I'm doing in my life. You know, people talk about having soulmates. Well, I think this is my soul spirit, my, you know, my protector. Even to this day, whenever I'm in a relationship or um, living in a place where there's fighting or there's weird things going on, I feel like it shows itself to me. And that's how I know that the situation I'm in isn't right. And that's how I always base my relationships. Whatever it is, it is. Um, but I'm definitely appreciative of it. I think that it's it's helped me make some decisions in my life that um, I needed to make and steered me on the right path. Howdy guys, this is Montana Jordan, a cult specialist, paranormal and parapsychological researcher, and independent consultant. And you are listening to Real Paranormal Activity, the podcast, with my good friend, the amazing Aaron Hunter. Welcome, I'm Aaron Hunter, purveyor of paranormal stories, the occult, and the unexplained. Welcome to RPA. I hope you enjoy your stay. Hey guys, Aaron here, and it is Monday, August 21st, 2023, episode 303. How's everyone out there around the world doing? And man, as always, glad to be back in the hot seat. And a new heat wave is uh, coming this week. Uh, sometime in midweek, it's going to be with the heat index. A lot of humidity is coming in. They're saying anywhere from 110 to 115 with the heat index. Yeah, it's going to be a hot one this week. And as far as announcements are concerned, I actually have something to announce. We have two new shows coming to the RPA Network. The first one is Hilton Live Paranormal, and it's hosted by Diedrich Hilton. He'll be coming on Mondays. And the second new show is Soul Stories, and they'll be coming out on the first Thursday of the month, but it's going to be a bi-monthly show. So they come out on the first Thursday of a month, Next month is skipped, and then they're back on that following month. 
And this Thursday, we're going to air the first episode and just get them going. And, of course, tomorrow's Tuesday. There's going to be a new show of Aaron's Horror Show with Mr. Aaron Frail. And this Wednesday, Terry's Mysterious Moments with Terry from Texas. There will not be a new episode. He's not feeling too well, so he'll be back next week. And with that, that is it. We're going to do more listener stories. And for you new guys who are just discovering the Monday show... I read off people's paranormal experiences. They send it in by email. So if you have an experience that you want to share with the world, just send it to Aaron, A-A-R-O-N, at realparanormalactivity.com, and I'll read it off on a future episode. And with that, you guys know what that means. Let's get the show on the road. Come on, say it with me. Say it with me. That's right, too. The story then. Follow me right this way. No pushing, no shoving, and the fans are going nice and cool in here. Grab a beanbag over there in the corner. Find an empty spot on the floor. And don't forget to hit the freezer and grab yourself a popsicle. We have plenty. Grape, orange, lime, cherry. Yeah, you can't beat it. Get two of them. And while you guys are doing that, I'm, as usual, get behind my desk here. Getting nice and comfortable. And I printed off Britt's packet. Let's see what story she picked out for us today. Yeah. Okay. Well, we got uh, some medium ones, and we get a long one. All right. Let me take a sip of my green tea real quick. Mm-hmm. Oh, man. So good when it hits the lips. All right, the first one. This one is by Lady Castle, and it's titled The Double. Okay, Lady Castle. Let's see what you got, man. This isn't so much a ghost story. More a doppelganger story, but it sort of counts. I had a school friend named Vicky, who was always chronically late. When I got home from school one day, my mom said, Oh, I saw your mate Vicky walking along after I dropped you off. Yeah, she's always late, I replied. My mom described the clothes Vicky was wearing. School uniform with a white scarf and an inappropriately short skirt for winter with bare legs, red from the cold. She's Scottish, and we used to joke she feels the cold less than us soft southerners. I was just about to say, but she was wearing trousers that day. When my mom stopped me, she said, and then I drove on, and on a different road further along, I saw Vicky again, walking with her brother. My mom was so confused, She had to pull over and make sure she was seeing what she was seeing. She didn't drive back to see if she could spot the first Vicky. The real one was wearing trousers. I would normally dismiss this as mistaken identity if it wasn't for the fact my mom is really good at recognizing people and Vicky with her red frozen legs and tiny skirt is hard to mistake. She's facially quite distinctive looking too with very thick eyebrows, a weirdly cut fringe at the time, unusually crooked teeth, turned up nose, tall, very pale. My mom was so freaked out over this, she couldn't stop thinking about it. It just seems weird that there would be two people who are both in the school uniform, both late, who both look like Vicky. There was no one else in the school who looked like her. This is my contribution. It was very strange. Thank you for reading. 
And man, that's from Lady Castle. Lady Castle, thank you very much for sharing. I loved it. Yeah, doppelgangers. For those of you who don't know, that term was coined by the Germans. I forgot which date, long ago. But yeah, um, we've only received a few stories, maybe like a handful that you can count on one hand uh, earlier on in the RPA Network seasons. And from what I've read with the stories that came in and also other articles about doppelgangers, it, it normally happens at a distance. In this case, your mom seeing, you know, in this case, your friend Vicky walking alongside the sidewalk. You know, so they're always, they're not next to these doppelgangers having a conversation. And the doppelgangers, they, whatever they're doing, they just continue doing what they're doing. They don't speak. They don't even look at you. And so, yeah, from what I remember, some of the stories that we received is always, you know, a person's walking along the sidewalk. They see up ahead a friend of theirs that is crossing the street. And then they yell at that person trying to get their attention. But the doppelganger just keeps walking across the street doing whatever they're doing. And then, uh, you know, that person later on in the evening when they're back home, they call up their friend that they thought they saw and just says hey why didn't you didn't you hear me yelling at you calling your name and you know the person says no and you know of course they exchange more information and they find out that you know the friend that she was uh, or he she was yelling at uh they just say uh yeah i wasn't even near that area so you get weird things like that it's interesting and it's fairly rare so but yeah thank you very much for sharing all right, what do we got? What's next? This one is titled Occurrences, and it's by Orion. Okay, Orion, let's see what you got, man. Ever since we moved into our new house three years ago, I noticed strange things happening. Very subtle, but noticeable things. The first thing I remember happening is when I was 12 years old alone, sleeping in my bedroom on the top floor of our house. In the middle of the night, I got woken up by tapping or knocking on my window. I got out of bed to check out what is going on, and then I heard knocking on our main door. I went downstairs to check if there was actually anyone there, but to my surprise, no one was there. I was really confused how someone could knock on my window since they would have to first climb a flat wall to reach it. I called my parents to ask if it was them or if they needed anything, and my mom said that everything is okay and I just imagined it. Yeah, right. Sometime later, I noticed subtle things happening when I was alone in the house. I remember once I was playing on my computer and I heard voices. I got scared. The voices were coming from downstairs, but I pretty much never leave my room, so I was confused why the light downstairs was turned on. I slowly made my way downstairs to find our living room fully lit up and the TV turned on, explaining the voices. I knew it wasn't me forgetting, because I never watch TV and barely visit the living room. Other times, objects would start falling randomly in my room, Usually I don't think much of it, because I wasn't going to make a big deal of a chocolate bar falling off of my couch. But it started happening more often. Sometimes my laptop bag 
would just fall to the other side it was leaned on or a bottle of water tipping over. The last occurrence, I was taking a bath and got out. After a bath, I usually just sit on the carpet with a towel around me and I question the existence of things and other bullshit. So, I was sitting on the floor when I heard a bottle of shampoo falling down in the bathtub. I turned around, picked it up, and when I turned back, I saw our little trash bin's lid rocking back and forth. I got freaked out, and I just stared at it swing for right around 20 seconds while it slowly stopped. I ran to my bed, and I searched up about things moving on their own. I was reading one of the stories, and suddenly I heard something like scratching on the wall next to my bed. It actually sounded like something was inside the wall. Now, I'm just sitting on my bed in a corner, paranoid. I'm scared and with my flashlight. If it helps, I'm currently 15 years old and I don't remember hearing about anyone dying in this house, except a dog who broke his neck falling down the stairs. Thank you in advance. And that's from Orion. Orion, thank you very much for sharing. Great story, loved it. Yeah, you know... I always like to debunk first before just diving into supernatural stuff, paranormal. You old-timers out there know this about me. And as far as the um, shampoo bottle falling down in the bathtub, we've all been there. It happens. You know, you get a, you take a hot shower, things start cooling down. You know, things fall off uh, the little shelves, bars of soap, things like that, or even uh, the slightest vibration you know, if you didn't put it back on the shelf, whatever it may be, correctly, yeah, you know, things fall down in the shower. But yeah, as far as a garbage can, yeah, you got one of those old types with the uh, flipping lid. Yeah, I've seen those. You hardly see them anymore. But yeah, I know what you're talking about. Well, that's interesting. And as far as the other things uh, in your room starting to fall over, a bottle of water, you know, your laptop bag is switching positions, leaning one way, then it's leaning the next way, that sort of thing. Yeah, you know, it's interesting. And also, uh, if there is something, you know, hanging around there, it doesn't seem to be trying to scare you or dangerous. It's uh, it's hanging out. <laughs> it doesn't seem to be that active. So three years, and you mentioned three things here. So, yeah, it's interesting. As far as the scratching is concerned uh you know there's things in your walls all the time you know mice things like that so you know if you have household pets you know you pet owners out there know this they tend to stare at walls and look around and they can hear things in the walls so yeah some people think their their pets are seeing spirits or whatever but yeah you know their hearing is very acute and uh you know, if there's an area of the house, especially staring at walls, they're probably hearing something in there. So, But I don't think it's anything to be worried about. And it doesn't happen that often. So, you know, just hang with it. <laughs> All right, Orion. Thank you very much for sharing. Loved it. All right. What do we got? What's next? This one is titled Ghost. And it's by Awakened. And it looks like uh, from the UK. Okay, Awakened. Let's see what you got, man. This is a first, but this has stayed with me, so I wanted to share. 
I will add I have never seen anything myself, but had a few strange experiences, this being one of them. A few years ago, my aunt lived in a place not far from Stevenage. The house was at the end of a terrace, meaning the house was the last house of a row of five. We visited only a couple times as she moved soon after. But once, we all sat for dinner and we heard a couple of loud bangs on the wall. Uh, everyone heard it. I asked what it was, and my aunt smiled and said the house next door was empty, but not to worry. We didn't think much of it until after we had dessert, we heard it again. And I mean loud, like someone on the stairs had clenched their fist and knocked twice really loud. She said no one lives there, and the house beyond that has no one living there either. I'm a complete skeptic, so insisted we get a torch, walk out the back to the garden, and go through the neighbors and have a look. My dad came with us. I was only about 15 at the time. So me, my sister, and brother, and dad went and I shone a torch. The other house was in darkness, and no one was there. The house next to it had no one there either. We shrugged it off, thinking maybe an animal had somehow got in, or there may be some other explanation. I will add that my aunt, I call her aunt as she's my mom's best friend, also recently divorced and lived alone. She was one of the nicest people you could meet. She also had no children at that time and was highly career-driven and was high up in a well-known UK banking firm. She was quite a matter-of-fact type of character and didn't tell stories. So, anyway, after we had finished dinner, me and my sister got a bit bored as she lived in the middle of nowhere and all was quiet. We went upstairs and in my aunt's smaller second bedroom, she only had a two-bedroom home, it was freezing. I mean, really cold compared to her main bedroom bathroom and landing area. My sister and I went downstairs and mentioned this to my aunt, who just said, yes, it's always cold. I again thought nothing of it and put it down to the radiator maybe needing fixing. But about five minutes later, both me and my sister thought we saw a really quick dark shadow whizzing up the staircase. It was unnaturally fast, but caught my eye, and my sister said she saw it too. Later that evening, after some discussion, my aunt did tell us that she was in bed a few weeks before and got woken up. It was really cold. Then she felt someone sitting at the end of her bed. She said it was a small boy, but didn't feel frightened. She stared at him until he actually vanished after about 10 seconds. She also said that she had her friend over for dinner and her friend brought her a box of chocolates as a thank you. And while the women were chatting and catching up, the box lifted up, hovered across the table, then threw itself on the floor. I know my aunt's friend, and she later verified this to be true. She was very shaky after this event and left. One more thing about my aunt. 
She told us she had decorated her medium-sized Christmas tree one year, and on Christmas Day, she came downstairs to all the decorations in a neat pile. The tree was bare. The doors were still locked, and she doesn't sleepwalk. She had other experiences in that house, but moved soon after the tree incident. A side note to this, that she spoke to her mom about these one day. Her mom was in her 60s. And her mom actually said that before my aunt was born, her mom had lost a son as a baby. But no one in the family had spoken about him. My aunt, although quite a skeptic, thinks the boy on her bed could have been the same boy her mom lost years ago. Wish I had more answers, but I haven't seen my aunt in years as she moved, remarried, and had a daughter, and we have lost touch. I'm a 36-year-old mother with a healthy dose of skepticism, and always seem to have an answer for most things people tell me. But this stands out as, it wasn't just my aunt that experienced things in that house. I just find it fascinating. Uh, Thanks for reading. And that's from Awaken, Awaken. Oh man, great story, I loved it. Yeah, I like the fact that there's multiple people, you know, visiting uh, your mom's best friend, who you call your aunt, and um, yeah, other people are, you know, they're noticing these things as well. And it helps out that uh, your aunt, you know, your mom's best friend, uh, she's uh, she doesn't tell stories, you know, she's a matter-of-fact type of person, sounds like she has a good career. Yeah, you got some credibility going there. Oh, yeah, the the box of chocolates, the candy, rising up and floating across and then falling down on the floor. Uh, too bad you didn't, or too bad your aunt didn't have, uh, you know, some film going, but, you know, she had her friend over for dinner. I mean, who puts a camera on a tripod and just videotapes it, you know? <laughs> so, a uh, missed out opportunity there, but that's interesting. Yeah, thanks again for sharing. Great story. Well, guys, that's it. That's all the stories that Britt picked out. And as always, we are flattered that you guys come here to the network and finding something that you like. And so with that, I am calling it. The show's been produced by myself and Britt and is also made possible by LaFosse Corporation. And man, we love you. Oh, yeah, we do. As always, thank you, man. Good night.